בתוך המועדון, הלילה משתגעים כמו אוהדים באיסטדיון. That's the sound of the 21st Maccabiah Games official song. It's being performed by Israeli stars Static and Benel. And the so-called Jewish Olympics are due to start on Tuesday in Israel. They're held every four years for Jewish athletes from around the world. But the pandemic forced Israeli organizers to postpone it last summer, and so it's happening in 2022. Canada is sending a big delegation, 600 athletes and staff. They've started making their way overseas already, and they'll all likely hear that catchy theme song on Thursday, July 14th, when the opening ceremony happens at Teddy Stadium in Jerusalem. And leading the Canadians in will be three flag bearers, Connor and Nick Taub of Calgary. They're on the under-18 men's volleyball team. And Molly Tissenbaum, a Toronto native who now works in Boston. She's 28, and she'll be in goal for the Canadian women's ice hockey team. And she's actually come out of retirement to play, despite four concussions, because women's ice hockey is making its Maccabea debut, and she's long pushed for this to happen. The nice thing about being involved in, in an inaugural tournament is that there's no powerhouse. There's no perennial champion. We have no reason to be nervous or scared because we're all starting from zero. And I think that's a really cool opportunity to come in with no expectation, um, you know, no pressure just go out there and play the game that you've been playing for the last 20 years. That's a really exciting opportunity. And I do think that we have, we have a really good shot at, at coming out on top because of that. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, July the 7th, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Molly Tissenbaum spent 20 years playing as a goalie. She was so good, she got to go to Harvard University to play hockey. It was only after several debilitating concussions and a serious car accident that her doctors told her she better quit. She graduated from Harvard, and in the summer of 2017, she went to the Maccabee Games for the first time, but as a member of Team Canada's women's softball team. And they won the silver medal to boot. She hasn't played high-level hockey since, but she couldn't let this chance go by. After all, her brother Max played on the Israeli baseball team, and she's doing it now in memory of her late grandfather, Dr. Ben Tissenbaum of Montreal. He competed in the 1954 Maccabea Games, and his team won a gold medal in basketball. I caught up with Molly at her home in Boston, where she works for an analytics firm that promotes the growth of women in sports. You were chosen to be one of the flag bearers. It was a little bit later in the process. How did that all work out? What do you know about the, the decision to make a woman finally as well as part of a team? Yeah, it, it, first of all, it's it's an incredible honor to be to be chosen among the the delegation because this is, as far as I know, the the most number of women and girls ever representing Team Canada, which is amazing. Um, oh, but as as far as I understand, there there was a meeting with all of the different international delegations. They wanted to talk about the opening ceremonies and what that was going to look like. And for the first time, the delegations agreed that there would be two flag bearers. They wanted men and women represented, and. True to, true to form, the, the Canadian delegation wanted to take it a step further and got the twins and me to, to represent as the, the flag bearers. So it's going to be really exciting. When you do that flag bearing, we've all watched it on the Olympics and whatever, on other big world events. What does that actually entail? Do you have any idea what you're supposed to do? That's actually going to be something I'm going to have to find out. I don't actually know if there's going to be, I don't know if there are going to be three flags, if there's going to be one flag. We don't really know what what's to come, um, but we're all really excited. We we figure we'll we'll sort of figure it out as we as we go when we get there. But um, so, do you like walk around the house holding up brooms and practicing? This is heavy, right? 
it, they're definitely heavy and I actually haven't started doing that yet, but I probably should if that's what, if that's what they're going to have us do. Cause it's a, it's not a, a short little, it's not a short exercise. It's a, it's a serious, it's a serious undertaking. Right. You got to go around the whole track and the stadium yeah. a few times and then schlep this thing. Right. So yeah. And then we're going to sit with it while they do all of the, the fireworks and the, the whole show. So it'll be pretty cool. Well, let's, let's take a step back a little bit and, and, and go into why you decided to come back to the Maccabee games. Yeah. So I actually, this is, it, it's even cooler than that is that I'm getting to play a second sport. I got to play in 2017. I played softball. We won the silver medal. It was an unbelievable experience. It was the first time that I'd ever been to Israel. Um, both of my parents got to go. My mom's parents got to, to come over and, and watch us play. So it was an incredible experience, but for as long as I can remember, um, I've been trying on the Canadian delegation side to get women's hockey to be included. Um, and because I was a high level hockey player my whole life, um, at different times I had asked different people in the Maccabi delegation, if I could even just skate with the men's team or the boys team so that they could see that there are girls who can keep up. Um, and the last three tournaments we've tried to get a women's hockey tournament together and we couldn't get the numbers. There were, you know, other things going on. And when this, you know, when the, the option to, to come back and play softball came up, I was thinking about it. Obviously I had a phenomenal time. Um, we, you know, we meddled. It was great. I wanted to come back to Israel. Um, but once there was some, some sort of momentum on maybe we'll be able to get women's hockey, it was, you know, we were all, all in trying to make it happen because it's been a dream, you know, for a long time. And it's really going to be something cool to be part of the first ever Maccabi women's hockey tournament. How is it having, and we're taking a picture about Jews in hockey. How is it having Zach Hyman doing so well now for, you know, Jews in, in this sport, you know, how, how, how is, how helpful and having the Quinn brothers, although they're not really. Yeah. Blinded, I mean, you know Zach I mean? Hyman, Adam Fox, there are a couple of them now who are, are, are happy to, you know, be the, the Jewish athlete. And I think a lot of us, I'm sure if, if you talk to a lot of us, we were, one of, or the only on a lot of teams. Um, I got lucky throughout my, throughout my career in high school and college, there were at least a couple of, of Jewish athletes on all of my teams, but it, it really is a cool thing that it's not, um, you know, it's not something that you, you have to push to the side in order to be an elite athlete anymore. It's a thing that we can, we can talk about, we can be, you can be an elite athlete and you can be Jewish and that doesn't have to feel uncomfortable or like you have to sort of separate those two things. And that for me is again, coming back to why I, I decided this was, this was the right thing to do. The, the ability to compete at the highest level, be a Jewish, a Jewish woman and bring that whole thing together. It's, it's an opportunity that you, you can't pass up. Except if you go to Harvard, but that's another story. <laughs> How does that impact you, that whole BDS, Harvard Crimson situation? I'm sure you've been following it, right? Uh, did, did, you, did you, you were watching what was happening? I signed all the petitions. I wrote into to the faculty. Um, I, I have no problem, you know, speaking out against the, the parts of Harvard that, um, that I think, you know, I truly believe that if you love a thing, you, you have to be able to look at it good and bad. And I feel that way about, about the university and sports and, and, you know, the whole experience in general. And so um, I don't exactly, I certainly don't agree with, with their stance, but it's, it's also nice to be able to know that, again, there are other Jewish people on, on campus who are taking a stand, some other athletes who are also taking a stand that, you know, this isn't something that represents all of us. We're not a monolith. Mm -hmm. 
Meanwhile, the other flag bearers are Connor and Nick Taub from Calgary. Their father is a former Olympic wrestler. Their mother ran track, but the lanky 18-year-old's sport of choice has always been volleyball. This will also be the Twins' second appearance at the Maccabee Games, and it'll be even more meaningful because they're planning to do their bar mitzvahs again at the Western Wall while they're there. I caught up with them at training camp in Toronto just before they jumped on the Team Canada flight to Israel. Nick Taub speaks first. When you were last in Israel, I just watched it the other day, uh, this interview you guys did when you were, what, 13, 14 years old, when they interviewed you for like 30 seconds in English, and then they, on Israeli TV, about having a bar mitzvah. Can you tell us a bit about that whole thing? What was that for? How you got involved with that show? So they're actually doing the bar mitzvah event again this time for for just the experience almost. But we had never been bar mitzvah before, so we got bar mitzvah at the Western Wall and israeli news and israeli media found out about it so they were they were quite interested they pulled us aside and they they started asking us what our experiences were like and how the western wall was what we did how we felt all all of the above and 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 it stems from us never being bar mitzvah before and and they kind of found out about it like they're doing it they're running it again this time when we go to the western wall for because the youngest people that are there is u16 again but even for our u19 team they're also running it for kids that may have not had a bar mitzvah before or if they want to do it again they're also running it i think are you going to do it again yeah if 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 we have the option yeah that's cool. So it's putting on to fill in and doing, or do you have to actually say some prayer? Like, what do you have to do? Um, we don't speak Hebrew. So they kind of tell us what to say in very simplistic ways. And we just repeat in the best we can what they say. So what are you bringing with you that maybe is um, a souvenir, a good luck charm, anything to that sort of from i don't know from before from something meaningful from relatives that right i travel with my baby blanket every time i go somewhere every time i play volleyball the baby blanket i was given at birth and when i was a child that's what i travel with (laughs) and what about you are you bringing anything with you or um last time we were there an israeli israeli pro team was looking at us and they wanted us or they suggested that we go to boarding school over in Israel and get citizenship and play volleyball all year round. And they just handed us some gear as like, uh, we want you guys to come here, please consider it. So this is what this is. This is virtually all I have from the last games. And I wear it for practice all the time. What does it mean to you when the Israelis are scouting you? I mean, you're already going to UBC, you got signed and delivered and all that. Right. But that's pretty flattering. No. It's very flattering. It's just not that time and place right now. We're going to university for our, for our five years um, or however long it takes to finish a degree and then maybe pro after. So in hockey, we have Zach Hyman, but who has been your um, role models in pro or you know international competition that's Jewish in the sport? I would have to say Josh Benstock. He uh, played a bunch of volleyball indoor and then switched to beach volleyball and happened to make the olympic team for for beach volleyball i'd probably have to say the same especially now that he's working on something he calls the binstock angle a bunch of mental performance and um like how to level up your game and all that i think he's definitely stepped it up even even after retiring from the sport what advice now your second time 
uh, Maccabee athletes, but what advice are your dad and your mom giving you? Uh, because they've done so many more international competitions, right, than you have. So can you share a little bit if they've given you any advice about how to deal with this? A big, a big piece of advice is go and have fun. Because I know that sounds very unoriginal and every parent says that to their kid. But um, it's, it's true. When you're having fun, you play 10 times better than when you're stiff and locked up and worried about the next thing that's going to happen. So just going and having fun and playing in the moment is what's going to help you win, what's going to help you actually enjoy your time and make the experience worth it. Although Team Israel usually cleans up at the Maccabea and Team USA came in second in 2017, Canada came in third last time, winning nearly 80 medals, including gold for the men's hockey, golf, men's softball, swimming, track tennis, the endurance triathlon and beach volleyball. If you want to follow Team Canada's games and results, the link is in our show notes. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to the family of Norman Cash of Toronto. He was a Jewish Second World War veteran, and he became famous for being on a Royal Canadian Legion TV commercial for Remembrance Day. That commercial continues to air every year since it was filmed. Cash landed in Normandy after D-Day. He was a dedicated poppy seller, and he was a sought-after speaker about his war experiences. He was 103. I sold, I sold poppies before that, always sold poppies. And it brings back memory of, of your buddies that who gave their the ultimate sacrifice, who's, who's, who's still there. And you think of them, boys. I think of them as heroes. Mm-hmm.